In this episode, we talk about both the Dodgers series and the Padres series and preview the next series against the Diamondbacks. Hello and welcome back to Cubs Win Podcast, our first late night episode of the 2022 campaign. Yes. yes. Cubs Lincoln is happy tonight because he finished an enormous English essay. We so, did we did have a few late night episodes last yeah. year, so we, this isn't nothing new. We were actually supposed to do this episode like <laughs> uh, about four hours ago. Well no, the days ago. We were supposed to do oh, this yeah. episode like yeah. Eight, yeah. But for today even though five it's days to be, like, ago. Four hours ago. Uh, yeah. Four hours ago we were supposed to do this episode. But, yeah. We were supposed to do this episode four hours and five days ago, but because of this damn essay I had, I kept having to cancel. So the essay is done. Thankfully, I can now do the episode. So that's good. I guess this is so far our second episode where we recap two series and one segment. Yes. Um, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, we're going to do the uh, Dodgers and Padres this time around. Um, yeah. Um, Cubs are on a nice God. West Coast road trip. I, I or hate not road playing. Trip, but, well, now they are, actually, since they started the series against the Padres. They're on a nice West Coast road trip. I, um, I, I hate these like extremely late start times. It's it's horrible. I know. I know. The it sucks. Damn the West. Good news is tomorrow's game is at seven ten and then that and then the third game is at three ten. And then we go home. So that's good. No one pays play. Oh no. Oh, right. Yeah, tomorrow's is eight. Well it's is it just me, or has May been like five minutes long? Not very quickly. <laughs> kind of. It's a big month for me, though. I'm going to three games and I'm graduating, having my open house. So, got a lot going on this month. Yep, congratulations to Cubs win on graduating high school. Thank you, Cubs. Yes. I will have to do that in a year. I'm not really mentally prepared for it. But that is a discussion for another day. In the meantime, we're going to talk baseball. Yes, unfortunately, we have to talk about this Dodger series because we got swept. Just yes, it was not. We scored uh, three runs the whole series. Well, you see, children. There are good teams and there are bad teams. And the good there, teams, and then there's super teams, the bad like teams, and asleep, and are in Sunday night baseball for some reason. So we got outscored what is this? 20 to 3. <laughs> oh, it didn't help. Did not help that we had Daniel Norris starting one of the games. No, it did not. Um, I am also going to be eating during this episode. 
because I'm very hungry. And I have to eat. Uh, yes, so, enjoy my eating sound. Anyway. Yeah, um, I'll be talking about baseball. Yeah. We will be doing ASMR over there. I, okay. Um, yeah, so we did get swept by the Dodgers. It was weird because we got swept by the White Sox, and then there was an off day. And then on the 6th, that's when the series against the Dodgers was supposed to begin, but it got postponed. And then the next day it was a doubleheader. So the Cubs actually lost two games in one day, which is yeah. really disappointing. I don't think it was a good day to play two. No, 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 it was not. It was actually the opposite. Complete opposite. So um, I, I don't sure. think we should start saying let's play two on double headers anymore. I mean, we're always going to say that. But... Yeah. Well, game let's one. Let's just be prepared for disappointment, especially when Daniel Norris starts one of the games. Yeah, why is Daniel Norris starting? <laughs> this is simulation. The Preds won. Nine to two today. And don't panic now, but the Reds are only three games behind us in the standings. Yeah, this is. Uh, it's not going good. We're going to be in last. We're doing, having a worse start than I expected. I didn't expect us to be good, but I didn't expect us to start out this bad. Like, this, is, this is horrible. Well, we are beset by injuries, so. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, so Kev's lost game one seven nothing. Nico Horner made a very stupid base running mistake. He, I think, grounded out to short, or maybe to third, and the ball got thrown away, but it did not go into the dugout. Oh yeah. And but Horner thought it did, so you know when the ball goes out of play, you can just jog second. So Horner just starts jogging a second without even checking to see that the ball had not gone out of play. In fact, it was just sitting I, in all territory. So the Dodgers, being the good and alert baseball team they are, went over, picked up the ball, and tagged Nico Horner with it. Horner was out, the inning was over, and it just kind of sums up this entire year perfectly. Yeah, I, like, in situations like those, like, if I was not, if I can't see it very well, I kind of just rely on the player's reaction. But that was a mistake that time, so yeah. I guess I'll be more cautious next time. It's not like that happens, but it's pretty rare to happen. I kind of don't know if I've seen it before. Well, I'm going to eat my Cheerios here. I'm not really sure if to say much, so I just kind of wanted to say that. Um, yeah, good baseball teams don't do that. And yeah, they don't. Teams with a good manager don't do that. Yeah, I, it's it's two forty in the morning. I don't want to get into a rant about Ross. Yeah, I know. I'm just gonna yeah. save this for the for another episode. I mean, if Baez if Baez had done that, like what he did last year when he forgot how many outs there were, yeah, uh, yeah Cleveland. he would have. He would have um, been like benched for five games or something. 
Yeah. But then Horner got benched for real when he got injured in San Diego. That happened after the Cubs lost the series finale against the Dodgers. Yeah, there were there were some interesting. After the Dodgers series, uh, we had oh Strowman was put on the COVID IL. Yes. And Justin Steele, who was supposed to start the opening game, but did not for some reason, started the finale, which was also on Sunday Night Baseball for some reason. When no one wanted to watch the Cubs, including me and my family, who actually went out to dinner on Mother's Day to celebrate we didn't even want to watch the Cubs, even though that was the reason we went out. We didn't want to watch. We just, we just, yeah. My meal was more memorable than the game. I'll put it that way. Um, oh, man. I, I forgot a lot about that series, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, we lost. quite embarrassing. No, we lost seven to one. The thing... Honestly, the thing that surprised me most about that series was uh, with Kershaw, he did pitch seven shutout innings, but we hung him to only two strikeouts. I don't know how that happened. Well, the Cubs are just... Oh, the Cubs are getting really unlucky. Yeah, they are. I mean, partially due to dead balls. Against the Sox and against the Dodgers, yeah, that was... It was uh, very unlucky. A lot of line drives that found gloves. Um, you could even say Nico Horner's ground ball that didn't go out of play. That was also unlucky. So just not lucky at all. They should be a lot better record-wise than they are. Yeah. Maybe that will even out at some point. I don't know. Surely. It'd have to at some point. Uh, oh, yeah. Frank Schwindel was optioned to AAA for one game. Not even one game. Well, actually, yeah, yeah you're right. But he didn't even reach AAA. And yeah. if he did, he was there for like 10 seconds. Because then they just brought him right back to San Diego because Patrick Wisdom hurt his uh, ankle. And I, or was it his wrist? Uh, was it, it was, no, that was because Robertson was put on the aisle. Oh, yeah, with COVID. Was that COVID? I hope it was COVID. He's like our main trade piece. Bro better be on the IL because of COVID. I, I honestly forgot. I think it's it's COVID. It's COVID, yeah. Uh, so that's... Oh, yeah. It's all from Ross News that we made Yeah. So, then we went to San Diego against yes. the Padres and played well for some reason. And we won 6 nothing in the opening game and got a 2016 NLCS Game 6 performance from Kyle Hendricks. Yes, this is the widest we've seen him go in a long time. Yes. Took up I, my whole living even, room. Maybe since opening day of 2020. 
Yeah, that was he was pretty pretty dominant back then too. Yeah, uh, that might be okay. his best start since then. I, I honestly can't think. I of think I name. think the stats. I didn't look into it. I saw a headline that said yes, this actually was one of Kyle Hendricks's best starts of his career. So that's just what we're gonna yeah. go off of for now because I don't really care about the stats. All I care about is the statement, which is this was one of his best starts of his career. So Kyle, yeah, I don't know what his career high for pitch count is, but he got up to one sixteen. In oh, this it's, game. it's somewhere around there. I think it's like over one twenty. Is it? Yeah. Um, remember that rocked. time he almost threw a no hitter against the Cardinals at Bush Stadium. This I think it was like twenty sixteen. He almost well, did it. If I do remember, it's in the back of my head because it's not clicking right now. Yeah, he almost did it. The Cubs were up five nothing, and he took a no hitter into the ninth and got one out, and then some guy came up and hit a home run. Now, the Cubs won, obviously, but it was like, oh man. I mean, considering where he is now versus where he was then, I bet he kind of looked back on that and was like, ah, that, you know. But then again, he did pitch the clinching game to win the pennant that same year and started Game 7 of the World Series, so maybe not. Maybe he doesn't really give a shit about some no-hitter he almost had when he literally was on the mound for the most important victories in Cubs history. I don't know. Just yeah. a theory. Uh, <laughs> I do think, though, no matter how good or bad he plays for the rest of his career, I think he'll always be appreciated by Cubs fans. Oh, He's yeah. one of the for sure. better pitches in Cubs history. For sure. He was, when he was at his peak, when they were winning and all that, he was... I felt like I always felt like this is kind of like he became my favorite pitcher because I felt like he could, like he never really had any issues. He always went out there and just was like in control. You know, he never like walked too many people. He never, yeah. I, I don't know. He he was never injured for that long. So, I think, yeah. I, think, I don't think he's been on the IL since 2019. Well, knock on wood. Um, Even then, it was only for like a week or something. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm kind of hoping uh, Caleb Killian can be the same way, but he throws like 10 miles faster. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of. He's like Hendrix at higher velocity. Yeah, he is is like Hendrix. He's like Hendrix. If Hendrix could throw 99 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which but is, like, respect, unfair. Gotta respect, gotta respect Kyle's ability to generate weak contact and ground balls, which is really underappreciated skill from a pitcher. Just goes strikeouts yeah, if your name of... is Maxwell Resnick, God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I... Maxwell was. It's two. It's almost three a.m. I don't know if I want to rant, but no, 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 no. We're not gonna rant. I'm just saying. Um. Okay. So yeah. Let's, yeah. We'll just leave it. He's an idiot. 
an asshole too. Alright. Well he got cooked. But yeah. Alright, comes win game one, six nothing, then game two. They kinda kinda felt like they were gonna win for a minute. Cause they went down two nothing. Then Alfonso Rivas tied it with a home run. Then the Padres went up three two. This was also Wade Miley's first start as a Cub, which was oh alright. I guess. It was okay. He only pitched like three yeah, He did get kind of unlucky in that first inning, though. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's his first start in like over a year. So, yeah. What's well, his first start in like over six months, I should say. So, yeah, he, he's, he was fine. Um,. So then they tied it. The Cubs tied it because the Padres catcher made an error for the third base, and uh, I think it was Ortega came in to score. Yeah. Zach Zaidman was very excited. I had no idea what was happening until the play was over. Um, Did he pause at all? Kind of. He said, like, there goes Ortega to third. The pitch is in there for a strike. The throw down to third. And this one gets away. And it's like, did it get away? No. Oh, it did? Never mind. All right, a run. So it was just kind of like that. Like Pat Hughes would have been like, and the ball gets away. Here comes Ortega to score the time run or something like that. So, uh, all right. Anyway, beside the point, Cubs tie the game 3-3. Yeah, Zach Zayden is not on our good or wait, what, list. Yeah, it was 3-3. It was Padres go up 5-3, take it into the ninth. Ian Happ delivers an RBI. They load the bases. There's two outs. And then the man who was optioned to Iowa literally two days before, who rejoined the team just for this series, who was struggling the whole year, comes to the plate. The stage is set. The only problem is the stage is about one inch too big. And nothing happened except the flyer. And that's all we're going to say about that. Because Frank Schwindel in 2019 would have been a hero. In 2022, flies out to end the game because of the juice balls. So. Yeah, and that was very disappointing. Like, it's hit 103 off the bat stays in the ball like 103 off the bat does not equal 350 feet like it, it just I read it was barely sense. a barrel like he didn't knock he didn't like put the full barrel on it he kind of got under it but yeah you're right 103 miles an hour that should get out should at least be one of those home runs where they have to leap and Robert. Yeah. The most heartbreaking thing about this is like about that flyout, it wasn't even like, oh he's on the track and he makes the catch. It was like his back was literally against the wall. And he just like put his glove up and caught it, like right next to his face, profile. Profile had to show the ball. Okay. So yeah, Cubs lose game one. 
I mean, game two, they lose game two by four. Frank Grindel flies out. This is a go-ahead grand slam by maybe one inch. Cubs lose. Okay. It just makes me want to not watch another game until the balls are fixed. The lack of offense this year. I mean, I personally, I love pitching. I've gotten into pitching a lot over the last about year, but you can't have a league where offense is this bad. Like, like I can't. There's not many exciting moments that have happened this year compared to the beginning of last year. It's, yeah. Balls aren't going far. They're dying right in front of the track, on the track. Joey it's Gallo just... is hitting 200 and is a league average player. He had a home run tonight against White Sox. So I watched that. Well, that's why he's hitting 200. He was hitting like 191 before the game, and he had exactly a 100 WRC plus. Imagine he walks about 15 like, percent of the time. For the average, I mean, I could be a league average player. <laughs> it's ridiculous. One ninety one. Like I get it. Yeah, the balls were never supposed to be juiced in the first place. But like, you want to get kids involved? Like, juice the balls, make it fun. People loved home runs. It was fun. It was exciting. It caused crazy games to happen, like that game out in the. Uh, Cincinnati last year, the Cubs and the Reds. Oh, like, was that the thirteen to twelve? Yeah, it was a thirteen to twelve game in ten innings, and it was I, like, what the fuck was happening? It was fun. I hated that. I mean, I like games that are like, ooh, it's really close. It's like two to one or one nothing or something like that, and there's a pitching duel happening. But like, I, I you know, there's something to be said for the slugfests. Those are fun. So yeah, you can't have yeah, a slugfest, yeah. and you're just if you're just hitting a rock the whole time. Yeah, I believe the league ISO isolated power is around one forty or something. And last year it was like one sixty. Like you can't be having that in your league, Rob. That's terrible. Yeah. That was just hmm. such a disappointing accident. I, I still can't get over that. Because Frank's been off to a slow start, and that really would have been his moment. So why is why is or why is O'Neill Cruz not in the majors? I don't know. This is unrelated. Adding on to the distraction episode. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. Didn't he hit a ball like 122? Yeah, that's time? what I'm looking at. That's why I'm asking this because I'm looking at the video, and I can tell you right now, this man belongs in the majors. I'm scared he looks to face him. Like Aaron Judge, he's like six six or something. Like he's tall. How does he play shortstop? He's pretty bad at shortstop. I agree. That's good for us. 
Yeah, it is. Right. But the problem is he hits the ball 120 miles an hour. I don't really think his defense is going to really screw them over if he's going to be hitting one into the river. What's that called? The Allegheny River? Yeah, Allegheny. Just like yeah. Schwarber. Yes. Uh, all right, game three. Cubs win. They come back. They were down 2-1 to one in the fourth. Scored four runs. Took the lead, 5-2. Looked pretty good. Then they decided to not play defense in the sixth inning. Like, I, I mean, they actually did not play defense. Um, we can discuss this in a minute. The Cubs would ultimately lose the lead. The Padres tied the game on Eric Hosmer and Luke Voigt homers, and then the Cubs won because Alfonso Rivas came through in the eighth inning with a two-run single, and Rowan Wick got the save. So they won 7-5. So the defense in this game was astoundingly bad. It was, it was, um, they left Pat Hughes speechless because all I was hearing on the radio, because I don't watch the games, all I was hearing was it is absolutely unbelievable how the Cubs' defense has imploded in this inning. I think we had, what did we have? Let me see here. My half awake state. Um, let's see. No, no, wait a minute. I've already lost the summer time. Oh, we're in the, the second game. Yeah, yeah, we're in the sixth. Okay, sixth inning. So it starts with a strikeout. And then you have a single. And then a single on, like, a misplayed fly ball to left field. So there's one mistake. Then you have... So Scott Efros is on the mound right now. He's been very yeah, good. Let's, let's, let's take a moment to appreciate Scott Efros. He's been yeah. great since he's been called up. Yeah, I agree. I made a post tonight on my story talking about how with all the issues the Cubs have, they've been very good over the past few years building bullpens out of seemingly no one. Scott Efros is kind of part of that because nobody knew who the guy was. Yeah, my like, God, that I don't know he, how he gets so much pitch side movement. Well, he Rowan Wick, Tapera, Chafin, uh, Brad Wick, like these are guys that absolutely nobody knew who the hell they were, and then they came to the Cubs, and you yeah, know, Wick, Chafin, Wick and Wick came from. Yeah, they did. They did. Wick was actually, Rowan Wick was actually a bullpen arm on the Padres who had like a six ERA when the Cubs traded for him. And they turned him into a pretty good reliever. Um, Brad Wick is also very good. And he's not healthy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the Cubs get the best chance of the doubt going forward. I forget. I know we got Rowan. I don't know who we traded for him, but I'm pretty sure Edwards was for Brad. Yeah, Edwards was for one of the Wicks. Pretty sure it was Rowan. 
I thought it was for Brad. Because uh, Edwards, Edwards was traded in 2019, right? It was for one of them. Because Wick was with us in 2019, and Edwards was traded that year. Both Wicks were with us in 2019. It's funny because Carl Edwards Jr.'s last game. As He's on the. I'm pretty sure it came against the Padres. And he gave up five runs in the ninth inning. And the Cubs lost uh, 10 to. Was that. I don't know. I thought his last game was like he had like four or five walks. Yeah. And then gave up a bunch of runs. Yep. Was that against Padres? Yeah, I think it was against the Padres at Wrigley. Yeah, it was at Wrigley. Yeah, it was against the Padres. There were boos raining down. Yep, he didn't finish the inning. Nobody misses him. Um, anyone that does was, didn't watch him. He was good. Bro melted like an though, ice like... cream cone when the pressure was on. Dude had yeah, the mentality of soft serve ice cream. I swear very... to God. He looked like he was going to cry whenever he was on the mound. It was, it was infuriating. Like, I mean, like, people, people, people always, like, think, like, oh, yeah, the Cubs won the series in 16. They're like, yeah, the Legends of the 10th, that was great. But it's like, well, when you think about it, that kind of sums up Carl Edwards Jr. He was on the mound to start the 10th, got the first two outs, no problem. Then when he was one out away from winning the series, he walked someone, he gave up a hit, a run came in, then he had to be relieved because he was falling apart. That was just kind of like the beginning of the end for Carl Edwards Jr. As strange as that yeah, is. He was, he was good for the 2016 regular season. Yeah, he was. And, and then he was soft serve ice cream. Yeah, that I don't really remember him. Season of his, I swear to high heaven. I, that, that was... That, I, I don't even have words to describe how unbelievably I, terrible he was that postseason. Through batting, right? I can still see Bryce Harper's, like, 430-foot home run sailing into the seats off of him. Looked like Harper hit a tennis ball. He was bad. Yeah, um... I'm wondering if Edwards was still on the team if our pitching lab could possibly fix him. Maybe, but also I feel like it was a confidence issue. Because like I said, he looked scared on the mound. Bro was really emotional. He would close his eyes before every pitch. Because... Apparently, he Maybe. was visualizing the outcome he wanted. And he would never get the outcome uh, he wanted. So, I just... No. It, no. He, he, it's, it, he didn't have that killer instinct that you need when you're a bullpen. He was like... He was like today's version of Daniel Norris. Like, throws hard? Is he good? Not really. So. Yeah don't need any more of you know. <laughs> drink some water. Um, uh, are we done the final game yet? Well, yeah. Okay, so I was doing the defense in the sixth inning. Yeah, so terrible oh, defense is... by Mr. Eldemaro Vargas. 
he played that game? Yeah, he was in the sixth inning because Nico Horner collided oh, yeah. with an umpire and sprained his ankle, which is like the stupidest injury I think I have ever heard of. And we had a pitcher a few years ago who got injured taking off his pants. Quintana got injured doing the dishes. Actually, actually, nothing tops Sammy Sosa sneezing and pulling a muscle on his back. Must have been a really good sneeze. <laughs> Just imagine that. Achoo, ah, fuck, my back. <laughs> <laughs> how does... I... I'm curious to know how that happens, but also, like, I just... Steroids. Steroids. Yeah. That's not normal. (laughs) (laughs) That's like... Imagine going to, like, your manager. I'm hurt. What'd you do? I sneezed. (laughs) What? You sneezed? I sneezed. Oh, okay. What do we... What do we tell the media? Just tell them what happened. Oh, he sneezed. I would, yeah. So, no. But this is this that was a ridiculous injury. Nico Horner's trying to make a play in the first inning, and fucking crashes into an umpire and sprains his ankle. <laughs> and he's been having a great year, and sprains his ankle running into an umpire. The year's not even over with, so it's probably going to be something even more dumb that happens eventually. It's just get out of the way. Like get out of the way. You're the umpire. Move yourself. And also, Ed Howard is hurt, and Brendan Davis is also hurt. Yeah. So injuries going down in the Myers, not. Really, but good news is it's not. Very bad. It should be back soon. I do remember, though, you said you could already feel your back hurting just by doing Brennan Davis's swing. Yeah. Yeah, because it gets me all twisted up. It's like it hurts to swing because he doesn't he doesn't release anything. He just kind of like 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 you know John Carlos Stanton's swing. And how he just kind of like swings it like an axe. Like he doesn't rotate his hands. He just kind of goes through. It's kind of like that. But Brandon Davis like squats while doing that. And like jumps at the ball. So it's like, yeah. Doesn't doesn't feel good. If you want to do a swing that... This goes for Nico Horner's swing too. I've tried to do Nico Horner's swing. It's like fucking impossible. I don't know how in the world he makes contact. Um, if you want to, like, do a, a nice swing, do, like, Daryl Strawberry's swing. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a good one. You know, those are good swings. A nice, fluid swing. Brandon Davis is not that way. Christian Hernandez is, which is why he will become the greatest baseball player of all time. But that is a discussion for another day. The Cubs win this game 7-5. And actually win a series. Something they had not done since um, opening day, opening week. Well, yeah, actually, that even, series is not over. So, 
I will be at that uh, final game on the 30th, second game of doubleheaders. So that will be the final game of that series, technically. Nice. Final game of the opening series at the end of May. <laughs> Baseball. Okay. Uh, now we have the Steveac series. Game one's over with. We won't talk about it yet, but. I am disappointed Eric Hosmer is doing well. This is not part of the plan. This is actually the opposite of what the plan is. He's supposed to suck. So then we can trade for him and fleece the Padres. So that we can get Luis Camposano at the deadline for almost nothing. This is not... This is, this is not how this is supposed to go. He's supposed to be bad. This game, disappoints me game, greatly. Game two now. Hendricks and Gal. Uh, I will say Cubs win one nothing. Um, in in what game? Game two. Oh, uh, Cubs win one nothing. Who's pitching? Hendricks and Gal. Uh, oh, we are not scoring against that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I say Cubs lose like four to one. Yeah. Uh, final game. It's a frustrating ass game tonight. Holy fuck! Um, um, oh, two hits after Humberto Castellanos and TBD. Um, well, TBD is obviously undefeated, so Cubs win, like, 6-2. Six, 6-2. Six, TBD the Cubs, is going to carry the win. I'll say the Cubs win 4-3. Okay. Uh, I'll take it. We also forgot. MVP? Yeah. Dodgers and... Rogers one, I think, unanimously is Walton Contreras. Um, I, I, he drove in all three runs, I think, so. Um, There's really nobody else. No, that, that would be my pick as well. And then Padres Series going to say Revis. Uh, Home run in game. Uh, in game two, clutch RBI single in game three gives us the win. Uh, well, I mean, Hendricks is like up there. But he did have a pinch hit walk in the first game. So, yeah, I'd probably. I'm being told the house is mid. Not even my house. I'm calling house is mid at three in the morning. Okay. Um, three fifteen. Okay. Mid house. 
I don't want to laugh. I want to sleep. Sleep with tea. Okay. It's just funny. All right. Um, all right. Yeah, so that's it. The Cubs series our recaps. We're all very tired and laughing about houses, so we should go to sleep. Um, yes. We, yeah. I'm going to sleep. We will see you later after the Diamondback series, which concludes on the 15th. Now everyone go to bed. Yes. So, assuming we record on the 15th. I yep. don't know. I don't Are know. We? We'll see. I'll probably get some other stupid assignment. Yeah. So, anywhere between... Well, so we'll be uploaded anywhere between the 16th and the 19th, maybe. Somewhere. 16th to 20th, something like that. You know Anyways. what would be really fun? Is if you play in a team for a full week. Um, like seven days. That'd be fun. But I think mind. three games are enough. I don't really like four games, so it's, I'm happy with three. Yeah. Four games, I don't know. Alright, that that's that's it. We're done. We're good. Yes, we're finally done. It's it's been going on for almost an hour now. It's three fifteen in the morning. We are going to sleep so we can wake up and watch Cubs lose again tomorrow somehow. Yep. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Which I won't even be watching. Every day this season. I'll just get used to it for a while. Yes, just give it, give it time. Okay, we're we're gonna sign off now. Goodbye.